Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the brutal cold weather continues to blanket the state as another round of storms approach. The governor speaking out about the power situation here in Texas. People south the border are coming here to Texas to get a coronavirus vaccination. A popular candy bar is going vegan. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Extremely cold temperatures grip much of the U.S. and communities in the South and Midwest are finding road travel treacherous due to snow and ice on the roads. ABC's Marcus Moore is in Dallas where millions are without power due to the cold. This winter storm that caused all of this just days ago has moved off to the east, but here in Texas, there is another storm on the way, and the temperatures here are not expected to get above freezing until later this week. The situation grim here in Texas, where temperatures are historically low and millions are without electricity. Some of Texas' 4 million power outages can be blamed on controlled temporary cutoffs meant to reduce pressure on the overall grid, operated by a nonprofit corporation called the Electric Reliability Council of Texas. ERCOT's Leslie Sopko says the current situation wasn't completely a surprise. With this weather events approaching, grid conditions were likely going to be tight. But now even the essentials are in short supply. We've been looking for food since 4 o'clock. Individual power companies have offered no estimate on when the lights and the heat might come back on. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Millions across the country still without power as the powerful storm leaves outages in its week. Texas being hit especially hard as people were dealing with rolling blackouts. However, ERCOT tweeted, quote, we should be able to restore some customers this afternoon due to additional wind and solar output. With millions of people throughout the state without power, the governor of Texas expressed his frustration with smaller power companies he says are causing the problem. Texas Governor Greg Abbott told ABC News last night that the electricity suppliers that put power into the grid froze up and were incapable of providing power starting at around midnight Sunday. The governor also hopeful that the state has learned lessons from previous natural disasters. This is the winter version of Hurricane Harvey, and we will learn from this also, and we will come up with strategies to make sure there are, are uh, available sources of power and energy so that things like this do not happen again. A growing number of Mexicans are flying north to the U.S. to get vaccinated. Vaccine tourism is trending in Mexico, where getting a coronavirus vaccine is highly difficult. China Global Television Network said half the people it interviewed at Mexico City's airport were traveling to the U.S. to make vaccine appointments. One traveler told the network she was just back from Houston, where she got her first shot, only having to register and show the QR code. She said all five members of her family have gotten the Moderna vaccine free of charge from the Houston Fire Department. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, Cancun, Mexico. This is Texas News Radio. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. 
A second day of dangerous winter weather slamming most of the country. 44 states are on alert today, including many across the south, and the weather is affecting flights, including our area. This weather has really affected airports in the south, especially because they're just not used to dealing with conditions like these. In fact, Houston airports, they are still shut down right now. Those runways are just too frozen. Airports in Austin and San Antonio have already canceled their flights for today. About 8,000 flights canceled in the U.S. since Sunday. Today alone, we're looking at about 2,300 cancellations. That's ABC's Gio Benitez. Rolling power outages continue for a second day here in Texas, affecting millions of people. As if losing power isn't bad enough, tens of thousands of people in Fort Worth also lost their water. A power outage at the Eagle Mountain Water Plant in Fort Worth put 100,000 people under a boil water notice, and many, if not all of them, lost water entirely. We're trying to do whatever we can. Mary Guglioza is a spokesperson for the water department. She says they've never dealt with so many people losing water at once. I don't know why we don't have power. We've been in touch with Encore throughout the day. They're working with Encore to get power restored, but even after that happens, the boil notice is still in effect, and it'll take another 24 hours to test the water before it's usable. That's ABC's William Joy. San Antonio Mayor Ron Nurberg says he is among residents impacted by rolling blackouts across the state. On social media, the mayor said he shared fellow residents' frustrations about the adages, calling them hardly rolling. Nuremberg added that ERCOT, which controls the state's electrical grid, must answer for leaving millions without power and freezing temperatures. The mayor urged residents with electricity to conserve it to end the outages as quickly as possible. The NAACP has filed a federal lawsuit against Donald Trump and others for conspiring to incite the riot at the Capitol. This lawsuit filed this morning alleges Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers conspired to prevent Congress from certifying the presidential election. It claims they directly violated the 1871 Ku Klux Klan Act. The suit claims the plan was carefully orchestrated. The NAACP's president says Donald Trump tried to destroy the nation, and we will not let him get away with it. That CBS's Cami McCormick. A popular candy bar is going vegan, but you'll need to order them from overseas. Break me up a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Nestle says it'll roll out a Kit Kat made with plant-based chocolate instead of milk. They'll be available online and at selected retailers in several countries later this year, but not in the U.S., where the bars are made by Hershey. The vegan version was created by a confectionery team in York, England, the original home of the Kit Kat. The company says taste was a key factor in creating a delicious alternative. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, it continues to be record-breaking cold across Texas. Millions across the state continue to be without power as well. That's leading to deadly consequences. Texas Governor Greg Abbott now calling on state lawmakers to reform the state's power council and confusion and asylum messaging from the White House. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Cold weather records are being shattered here in Texas. 
an outside temperature below freezing wouldn't be an issue if the inside temperature weren't headed lower because the power is out. The temperature being so low, it gets so cold in my house so fast. And yet the operator of the Texas Power Grid insists... The system is working. Says the Electric Reliability Council of Texas. What you have is an extraordinary event. City and county leaders here are demanding answers, and state lawmakers plan to take another look at Texas' deregulated energy market. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. As millions go without power through extreme temperatures in parts of the country where such cold is rare, officials warn against running a car in a closed-in garage to keep warm due to fears of carbon monoxide poisoning. KHOU-TV's uh, Michelle Choi says that led to a tragedy early this morning in Houston. A woman and an eight-year-old girl are dead, a seven-year-old boy in critical condition, all because of carbon monoxide poisoning. They were just trying to hunker down and keep warm in these freezing temps with no power. HFD says the woman was in her car with her engine on and the garage doors closed. Moments later, she passed out with the carbon monoxide, then quickly spread from the garage through the rest of the house where the little girl and boy and a man also inside the home at the time. It's a very difficult time. A lot of people were without power, but got to be careful about using generators or a car inside a garage, any type of grill. Carbon monoxide is a colorless, odorless, and tasteless gas. Some downtown buildings went dark last night in an effort to conserve energy. The lights at the Alamo Dome and Convention Center were turned off following an inquiry by San Antonio City Councilman Roberto Trevino. Trevino took to social media last night to urge the city to shut down lights downtown after other Texas cities did the same. He said the city must do all it can to ensure energy gets to those in need. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is adding reforming ERCOT to his list of emergency items for state lawmakers to consider this session. The governor said the Electric Reliability Council of Texas has been anything but reliable over the past 48 hours. He added that, quote, for far too many Texans are without power and heat for their homes as our state faces freezing temperatures and severe winter weather. And then he called it unacceptable. Thousands are waiting at the southern border to claim asylum and more coming every day, falsely thinking that they will be able to enter the U.S. after President Joe Biden changed former President Donald Trump's immigration policies. The border is not open. That was the message from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki last week, but not everyone is understanding it. President Biden announced tens of thousands of asylum seekers forced to wait in Mexico by the Trump administration while their cases proceed, will slowly be allowed into the U.S. starting Friday. The Biden administration is discouraging people from coming to the border, but some are misunderstanding the changed policy as their chance at a new life. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Rolling blackouts continue for a second day here in Texas, where some are facing temperatures below zero. Governor Greg Abbott's activated the Texas National Guard to help people evacuate to shelters. The temperature dipped below zero in Dallas-Fort Worth. In Dallas County Administrative Judge Clay Jenkins ordered non-essential businesses to stay closed this morning. I want to make something very clear to people. This is a very serious emergency. Rolling blackouts are ongoing across Texas, with people in some areas saying outages are lasting hours instead of the planned 15 to 45 minutes. We're all in it together. Every homeowner, if you've got power, please turn that thermostat down to 68. Dallas and Fort Worth have set up warming centers at their convention centers. Alan Skaya for CBS News, Dallas. A dangerous weather system creating chaos across the country currently has more than 4 million customers in the dark here in Texas. 
The ice storm and bitter cold have forced rolling blackouts. Texas, though, is the only state with its own power grid and is not subject to federal regulations. Austin Mayor Steve Ather spoke to CBS this morning. What we're told, I think, is that this is an event that went beyond the design parameters of what we planned for. Uh, it gets really hot in Texas. We plan for that. Uh, but reaching these cold temperatures at this level for this duration is something that uh, the state obviously did not plan for. President Joe Biden is extending key measures instituted last year to keep people from losing their homes during the pandemic. The three-month extensions of the foreclosure moratorium and mortgage payment forbearance are meant to provide additional temporary relief to millions of families still struggling to pay their bills. The actions are designed to prevent people from losing their homes, but they won't wipe out borrowers' accumulating debts. The White House says the situation for those families is critical, that it underscores the need for the relief payments the president has proposed in his $1.9 trillion rescue plan. That CBS is Steve Portnoy. The White House says 2.7 million homeowners currently taking advantage of COVID-19-related mortgage forbearance seen a benefit from the extension announced today. Police departments could soon have tact, uh, technical help with a cheaper price tag. University of Alabama researchers are working on affordable robots that police could use to communicate with each other or with crime suspects or the public. A National Science Foundation grant is funding the work to build robots with audio and video equipment. The robots could go into places where it may be too dangerous for police and relay information back to them. Currently, robots can cost as much as $300,000. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Is it time to declare Shakespeare culturally and politically incorrect? Well, some teachers are questioning whether the bard still has a place in the school curriculum. There is William Shakespeare, unrivaled master of the English language, and there's William Shakespeare, purveyor of misogyny, homophobia, racism, and anti-Semitism. The New York Post quoting one former teacher saying she'd ditched the bard in order to reject, quote, the narrative of white cisgender heterosexual men. Another saying it's time to challenge the whiteness of the assumption that Shakespeare's works are universal. Of course, an earlier generation rejected Shakespeare as too sexually explicit. His work outlived those critics. It may yet outlive these. Vicki Barker, CBS News. This is the Texas News, News never Radio. Stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, millions of Texans continue to be in the cold inside their own homes. State officials now saying something needs to be done about ERCOT, the council that manages Texas's power grid. So with the whole impeachment process done, what's Washington up to these days? Parlor looks to get back online. I'm Steve Kathan. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Millions of Texans woke up today in the cold in their dark homes. Plenty of people around the Lone Star State know how Archernet Rafinev Dallas feels. I've never seen this much snow in my life. And the fierce cold that brought the snow has also brought massive power outages, many induced by electric providers to protect the grid from breaking down. Accustomed to dealing with hurricanes and tornadoes, Governor Greg Abbott puts it bluntly. This is the winter version of Hurricane Harvey. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Texas House Speaker Dade Phelan wants a hearing on the state's power outages following the winter storm. The Beaumont Republican says it's important to find out why power generators failed in the extreme cold and what the Energy Reliability Council of Texas is doing about it. He also wants the state House Affairs and Energy Resources Committees to hear from regulators on ERCOT about what happens next. 
The hearing is set for February 25th. The lights have been off for millions of Texans after the storm hit late Sunday. Another storm is expected to hit tonight. Over a dozen Americans are dead following extremely cold temperatures and winter storms. The system has also led to tons of power outages. Four million Texan households without power. Every household, about two people and change. So you're looking at upwards of 10 million people now trying to get through day two of single-digit temperatures that uh, the majority of these folks simply aren't prepared for. That's NBC's Morgan Chesky in Dallas. Most of the deaths are in southeast Texas, where Houston police say a woman and child died early this morning when they were overcome by carbon monoxide. It's believed they were using a car to stay warm. It became overwhelmed by fumes. Two deadly house fires have also been reported in powerless portions of the Houston area, leaving a total of six dead. With the impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump over, Washington is now turning its attention to COVID-19. President Biden hits the road this week, making stops in two states that were critical to him winning the White House. Today, the president travels to Wisconsin for a town hall event, his first chance to directly engage with Americans since taking office. On Thursday, the president travels to Michigan, where he's expected to tour a Pfizer manufacturing facility that's producing its COVID-19 vaccine. It's all part of a sales pitch to Americans and a way to put pressure on Senate Republicans who are pushing back on parts of the president's $1.9 trillion COVID relief proposal, including that price tag. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. The nation's first two FEMA mass vaccination sites are now up and running, and they're both in California. Members of the military have their camouflage uniforms on. They're wearing blue latex gloves, and as people pull up and roll down their windows or giving the shots into the arms, this site is staffed by active duty members of the Army from Fort Carson in Colorado. This is the first such FEMA site to be up and running. The hope is that around 42,000 doses will be given per week at this one site, or 6,000 every day, seven days a week. That's ABC's Alex Stone. This is Texas News Radio. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Still millions of people in the dark across Texas, all from an ice storm and bitter cold that have forced rolling blackouts. The state is on its own power grid, not subject to federal regulation. Andrew Barlow is with the state's Public Utility Commission. The PUC regulates energy companies. Why were they not ready for record-breaking cold? It's hard to necessarily say they were were not ready. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is you know, there are standards that they have to maintain to be part of the electricity equation in Texas. If the requirements were met, but we're still having rolling blackouts, do we need to change the requirements so this doesn't happen again? I think it's certainly worth looking into. That's CBS's Omar Villafranca reporting. The governor of Texas is deploying National Guard troops for welfare checks and to get people to heating centers. The city is of uh, Kyle and Buda urging people to stop using water Due to a dangerously low supply, officials said a power outage at the Guadalupe Blanco River Authority is causing issues at the water treatment plant. It's not known when the outage is expected to be fixed. The U.S. Army is reportedly reevaluating its gender-neutral fitness test after lawmakers raised concerns about its fairness. In an attempt to diversify its force, the U.S. Army had proposed a gender-blind version of its six-event combat fitness test. 
But some lawmakers raised concerns about the new test, questioning whether it was fair to both men and women, after data showed a dramatic gender gap in the scores. Now, an Army official tells online publication Military.com that a different version of the new physical test is under consideration that would create gender-specific metrics to judge men and women when it comes time for a promotion. Elizabeth Schulze, ABC News, Washington. A social network that's home to Trump loyalists is trying to get back on its feet. Parler is relaunching. The site was forced offline after the January attack at the Capitol when Amazon stripped it of web hosting service. Parler says current users will be able to get back on this week. New ones can sign up next week. The interim CEO is Mark Meckler of the Tea Party movement, and the site vows to be less reliant on big tech. Guidelines indicate technology and human review will be used to remove threatening or inciting content. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Fans of a popular 90s TV show are trying to come to terms with controversy about its creator. Buffy the Vampire Slayer fanatics are grappling with accusations lodged against show creator Joss Whedon, abusive treatment of the cast and crew, allegations of infidelity by his ex-wife, and harassment of actresses. Whedon denies the accusations. For fans who love the series for its celebration of female empowerment, we changed the world. It's a hard pill to swallow. But some told the New York Times they'll continue to watch and appreciate the show's actors and writers. I forgot how good this could feel. Those who made it so special for them. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio.